Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. God is so good. Amen. Tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. And I'm excited about what we're going to do. And, um, you know, the Bible says that we uh, are to be witnesses. Amen. Jesus said we're the light of the world and we need to shine for other people. Amen. And, uh, and Jesus told us after his resurrection, he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. And the gospel is the good news. It's the being born again. It's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. So tonight, what I'd like to do is Renee's going to go and, and pass out this little uh, short Bible study to every one of you. And if you need a pen, just let her know. She'll give you a pen. And we're going to go through this study tonight. And you're going to uh, take it home with you. Uh, you can because there's some questions that are going to be answered on here. Amen. And um, at the end of this tonight, we're going to, I'm going to challenge you to uh, find somebody, pray about it and find somebody to teach this study to. Amen. Now, this makes some people nervous. Uh oh, teach a Bible study to somebody? I'm not uh, a teacher or I... I haven't been trained. You don't need to be trained. The beauty of this study, it's only about 30 minutes approximately, and uh, is it, all you do is you just have your copy, and you'll have your copy all marked up tonight because we're going to go through it, and you'll answer your, the questions. And then I've got some more of these on order, but you can take some empty ones, the blank ones home. Uh, you know, at least take one with you if you want to take up the challenge. When you know, God opens a door for you and you just give one of these blank ones to somebody you want to teach it to, you have yours and you're just going to sit down and do what we did tonight with this person one-on-one -on -one, and you're just going to read through it, answer the questions together, and you come to the conclusion. Now, sometimes you might receive a question that you don't know how to answer, uh, that they, they uh, you know, ask you that's maybe outside, that's related, uh, but it's not... Uh, answered in this study specifically, you can just say, you know, and if you don't know the answer, don't worry, don't panic. Oh, oh uh, what am I going to do? All you do is say, you know what? That's a good question. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to get the answer and I'll get it to you. Amen. Because you got to start somewhere and we are to be witnesses. We're to be light and we're to preach the gospel. That's not just preachers and ministers. That's everybody. Amen. So let's open this study up. It's called a place prepared for you. Amen. So uh, I'm just going to read through it and we're going to read along. We'll get to the questions. And when we get to the questions, you can, you can, uh, you know, somebody could just say, oh, that, that's true or that's false. And the questions are based on what you read uh, or, or earlier in the section above. So it's a place prepared for you. And the introduction is there was a man named Jesus Christ who was God manifest in the flesh. He was so impacted that the world uh, that the uh, he so impacted the world that the calendar dating system was changed to BC before Christ and AD in the year of our Lord to pivot around his life. 
Not only did he do miraculous uh, while he was walking on this earth, but he allowed himself to be crucified for us. He loved his creation that much. The exciting news is that he rose from the dead, and his word tells us in Acts 1-3, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. First Timothy 3.16, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Jesus Christ made a special promise to all who followed him in this life. He said in John 14.2, In my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So this study is going to show us how we can be ready. Now the first set of questions. The first question is, the world has been so impacted by Jesus Christ that the yearly calendar was changed to B.C. and A.D. Is that true? Okay, what I did on mine, I just circled it with my pen. And, and I, just so you know, I, this is my copy. I've had this copy for years, and I use it uh, if I ever teach this study, um, and I'm using it tonight. So I dusted mine off, and, um, and it's right there. The next question, Jesus Christ showed himself alive after he was crucified by many infallible proofs, being seen 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. That's correct, true. And see, all of these are things that you just read. So, you know, the person needs to go up and look real quick. Uh, there's no uh, closed book, you know, test or anything. It's, you know, it's wide open. The last question in this section Jesus said to those who followed him, I go to prepare a place for you. And that is true also. So the next uh, section talks about being born again. And it may be hard for a person to understand that Jesus Christ has prepared a place for all those who follow him. The reason for this is that he's talking about spiritual concepts. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2.14, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So just as an unborn child would not understand parents teaching it how to accept their love, care, food, and shelter until after it was born, the same is true in the spiritual. So to really understand, one must be born again spiritually. Let's see what Jesus said to a man named Nicodemus. John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now Nicodemus says, saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? If I have told you earthly things, Jesus said, 
and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? So here Jesus lets us know we must be born of the water and the Spirit to see or enter into the kingdom of God. And since this is impossible, since it's impossible for God to lie, Hebrews 6.18 tells us this, we can claim His promises. So how is it possible to be born again? The gospel of Jesus Christ will show us. Luke 18, 27, And he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. John 5, 39, Jesus said, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. In other words, we want to make sure that we follow the plan Jesus left in his word so that we can be prepared for the place he has for us. He lets us know the urgency to repent and believe. Mark 1.15, And saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. Now, believe in the original Greek means to give oneself wholly to. Matthew 24.35 said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So we know that part of the gospel is to... Uh, to repent and repentance is a decision a made-up mind we change our attitude and our mind and our actions about sin inward changes show outwardly to others and ourselves we have decided to follow Jesus and obey his word Romans 6 23 says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord so then, the first step to being born again is repenting and believing the gospel. The next step to being born again of water and the Spirit. So the next set of questions, the first one is, to see or enter into the kingdom of God, one must be born again of water and of the Spirit. That's true. Jesus said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. That's true. Repentance is a change in our attitude and our mind and our actions about sin. That's true. We don't have to search the scriptures to see if we're going to have eternal life. That's false. Since heaven and earth shall pass away, but the words of Jesus shall not pass away, it is profitable to follow his salvation plan. True. Okay. Very good. Everybody's doing fantastic. Um. No diplomas today, but I'll just give you a pat on the back. So uh, the next page, talks of page four, tells us how to be born of the water. Now, there are great examples in the Bible of people being born again of water. Acts chapter 8, verse 30, And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? Acts eight thirty five. Then Philip opened his mouth, and began at the same scripture, and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were both come up out of the water. So here we see one being born of the water, baptized. 
The New Testament was originally written in Greek before being translated into English. The Greek word for baptize is baptizo, to immerse, submerge, or to make overwhelmed. In other words, fully wet. So Jesus told us in Mark 16, 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. So here are some other examples of people being baptized, born of the water, and what was said when they were baptized. Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So Apostle Peter, he knew the importance of not only repentance, but also being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Other examples are found in Acts 8, 12. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Romans 6, verse 3, Know ye not so that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Acts chapter 10, verse 47, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. Now note, here again we see water and baptism in the name of the Lord, Jesus. Being baptized in Jesus' name is an exciting experience like nothing else. And to have remission of sins is priceless. Acts 19.5, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Acts 22.16, and now why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And the name of the Lord is Jesus. So our next set of questions is, the eunuch in Acts chapter 8 could understand the word of God without help. False. The eunuch was baptized by going down into the water. True. When people asked what they should do, they were told to repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. True. When they believed the preaching concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. True. All right. Next page. How to be born of the Spirit. Now, Jesus gives us insight as to what happens when one is born of the Spirit. This is truly an exciting miracle, and millions are being born of the Spirit in our lifetime. Jesus tells us in John 3, verse 8, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that's born of the Spirit. Note that the wind, the Spirit, 
and, and ghost in the Greek are all the same word, pneuma, uh, wind, spirit, uh, wind, spirit, Christ, spirit, and the Holy Spirit, or Holy Ghost, all are the same uh, word. So, and note that the sound in Greek is phone, which means sound or language. So this is telling us that everyone who's born of the Spirit, Christ Spirit, the Holy Spirit, or Holy Ghost, will hear a sound or a language. Mark 16, 17, These signs shall follow them that believe they shall speak with new tongues. Note that Jesus' word is telling us a sign that follows those who believe they shall speak with new tongues. Greek word is glossa, uh, or a language, and the value of being born of the Spirit or the Holy Ghost is priceless. There are a lot of benefits that come as a result of being born of the Spirit. Isaiah 28, 11, For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing. So people seek rest and refreshing, and here it is for all those who follow the plan of Je that Jesus gave us. Let's look at the benefits of obeying the gospel. John 10, 10 said, The thief cometh not but for to steal and kill and destroy, I am come they, that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So in addition to having a place prepared for those who follow this plan, he came that we might have life, we might have it more abundantly. Where can one receive these type of benefits? There is so much to having life more abundantly. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and in the uttermost part of the earth. So Jesus lets us know that we shall receive, will receive the power of the Holy Ghost. It'll come upon us. And usually people are so excited after receiving the Holy Ghost that they want to tell others because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, you know, uh, we can be witnesses. Acts 2 verse 1 and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. No, notice again, tongues is the Greek word glossa, which is language. So this is being born of the Spirit. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in a new language. Jesus does not leave us guessing whether we've been born of the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. There will be a brand new language we will receive. Acts chapter 1, verse 14 and 15 lets us know that there were about 120 on the day of Pentecost, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, women and brethren, all continuing with one accord in prayer and supplication. Let's look at some more experiences of people receiving the Holy Ghost years after the first outpouring. Acts chapter 8, verse 14. Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. So after Peter and John had received the uh, Holy Ghost, then they prayed for others that they might receive this wonderful Holy Ghost birth. They had already been baptized in Jesus' name, 
born of the water. After praying and laying hands on upon them, they received the Holy Ghost. Another example of this is found in Acts chapter 10, verse 44. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So here is a great example of being born again. While Peter spoke, the Holy Ghost fell on all those who heard the word. The believers who came with Peter were astonished to see the Holy Ghost poured out on the Gentiles. How did they know? One can't see a spirit, but they knew that when someone was born of the Spirit or Holy Ghost, they would speak in a new tongue or language. Notice also the command to be baptized in the name of the Lord. They still had to be born of the water. So here's a final example of several people being born again of water and spirit years after the day of Pentecost. They still received the Holy Ghost with evidence of a new language. Notice also, even though they had been baptized, when they heard the message, they were baptized again in the name of the Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 19, verse 2, He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues. Now to our questions. When one is born of the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, there will be a sound. Greek word for sound is phone, a sound or a language. True. Jesus told us a sign that would follow those who believe is that they would speak with new tongues. True, to see or enter into the kingdom of God, one must be born of the Spirit or Holy Ghost. True, it doesn't matter if we're born of the water and of the Spirit as long as we just believe. False, when one is filled with the Holy Ghost, he or she will speak with other tongues, a different language as the Spirit gives utterance. True, all right, so coming to the, coming to the final page. So we're about about 20 minutes. So you could do this at a lunch break. You could do this on a, on a bus bench waiting for the bus. This is something, you know, it's not a full Bible study of the whole Bible, but it's a good, uh, you know, plan of salvation, why we want to do it, the place prepared, and uh, some good information. So our last page, let's the journey, let the journey continue. A place is prepared for all those who follow the plan of Jesus. What would a person give for eternal life? In Mark 8, 36, Jesus asked the following question, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? This is the answer that so many have longed for. Once people experience how positive and real being born again is, they will never be the same, especially when they have no more fear of death and truly realize that Jesus has a place prepared for all those who will choose his way. Jesus has already paid, paid, the price, paid the price of Calvary with wide open arms. He loves his, us that much. All we have to do is follow his perfect plan of salvation. 
as Jesus rose from the dead, we also can rise in the newness of life. Matthew 7, 24 says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So the benefits that Jesus gives are joy unspeakable and full of glory, peace of God that passes all understanding, power, love, and a sound mind. And best of all, a place prepared for all those who will hear Jesus' sayings and do them. So we have one more question and one more scripture. Do you see how important it is to be born of the water and of the Spirit? And, of course, the person that you are sitting across or standing across or you're, whatever you're teaching, this is like one of the most important questions. When they answer that in the, in the affirmative, then that's, that's awesome. Praise God. Because they understand what they just read. So it goes on. If you do and you would like to be ready for the place Jesus has prepared, then let's talk about it. And then James 4.14, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It's even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, then vanishes away. So that's the Bible study. And you could teach that to anybody. And, and re really, you're not teaching. All you're doing is reading. And, you know, you go through the questions. And, um, you know, and just and you go through. And then you have your questions answered. And so, you know, they you can help them with the questions, if, you know, if, uh, and stuff like that. Um, and... Uh, it, it's a wonderful thing. So it's, it's something that anybody can do right now. So what I just did, you can do. You know, about 20 minutes or so. I mean, there might be, uh, you might spend more time and they might have questions in between that you might need to write down or something that if you don't know the answer to, uh, you know, and so it could, it could lengthen the study. So, but if you got the time, that's, that's great. But it's a nice thing. And then they can write their name on this and they have it all filled out, and they can just take it home with them. And that's something they can uh, look back to. They could show it to somebody else, maybe and, uh, in their family. You never know. Um, so we have some extras. Uh, we might even have enough for every one of you to take one home with you, a blank one. Um, but anybody that wants to, just see Renee um, and just pray about it. I want to challenge you and encourage you to uh, share this with somebody you know, family, friend, somebody, you know, um, and, uh, and I got more on order um, because uh, I think it's very important. Uh, the book of Proverbs says, he that winneth souls is wise. Amen. And, and that is the heartbeat of God is to, um, to, you know, get more people ready to meet God before the trumpet sounds or before we take our last breath. Uh, which, you know, we don't know what those days are going to be. Every day is a gift. Every day we get up and we have breath and life. Uh, we we got to thank him and, uh, and be a witness and be a light and, uh, and share the gospel. And this is a real easy way to do it. 
you're just reading it, you fill out the questions, and there you go. And the questions are just based on what you read. So they're not trick questions, and they're not really hard to understand, and they just affirm the scriptures. And you notice this was loaded with scriptures, so it really was the Bible doing all the talking. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.